Hi, I'm Lisa Davis, and if you enjoy my podcast, Talk Healthy Today, then I know you're going to enjoy my brand new podcast with the wonderful Sunny Days, whom you've heard on the program. And if you haven't, please check out the interviews that we've done here on Talk Healthy Today. It is called Active Allyship. It's more than a hashtag. There are going to be honest, unfiltered conversations. We're going to be talking about what's happening right now with race in this country, how important it is for us to be open, how to be allies, what it takes to be an ally, how racism and feelings of bias are in our culture and how they affect each and every one of us. It is so important. We need to change things. So please join me, join Sunny, join us on Active Allyship. You can find it on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Thanks. Enjoy the show. First of all, let's talk about dark chocolate. Now, if you listen to the show or you follow me at all, you know that I have a book. And by the way, it is out. It came out on February 5th, 2019. I'm so excited. It is called Clean Eating Dirty Sex, Central Superfoods and Aphrodisiac Practices for Ultimate Sexual Health and Connection. And the first thing I want to say before I jump into chocolate is this book is not about dirty sex. I'm kind of confused that people aren't really catching the play on words with the clean and dirty. But then at the same time, I say people or people say to me, well, Lisa, it says dirty sex on it. So, you know, get over yourself. So, okay, okay. You know, I, I tend to be a very uh, person who likes gameplay and wordplay and puns. But what the book really is, is it's part memoir. I share stories of my experiences with dirty eating as a child and growing up feeling like a loser as a teen and kind of outcast. And using food as comfort and also turning when I finally did uh, hit puberty at 17, (laughs) I'm not joking, uh, turned to sex uh, for comfort and validation. So I talk about overcoming those things. But within the book as well, you've got so much great stuff. I mean, I interviewed over 40 experts from Dave Asprey to Dr. Lori Shemek to the wonderful Bon Vivant Girl, who you've heard on the show, uh, Natalie Bustros. Also, the wonderful um, Lisa Cantanker, Trevor Holly Cates, Susan Seminelli, Joe Cross did the foreword. So many wonderful people, uh, Chef Dr. Mike, and it would take me the whole show to name all the amazing people. Oh, Dr. Ward Bond. <laughs> it's just great. So I wanted to bring that up because it is important to eat foods that promote your blood flow. And so I want to talk a little bit about dark chocolate and some of the benefits Uh, The first thing is that dark chocolate fights free radicals. Now, people might say, okay, that's interesting, but what the heck is a free radical? Well, a free radical is an unstable atom that could damage your cells. So if you are having, the reason that these fight the free radicals, um, eating the dark chocolate, is because they are rich in flavonoids and antioxidants. So I'm going to talk a little bit about both of these. Okay, so antioxidants protect our cells from damage, which is caused by the free radicals. Think of them as mopping up your cells, you know, keeping your cells nice and clean. And flavonoids are really great for also doing this and keeping your... um, blood vessels flexible. And here's where we come in with why this is so good, not only for your heart health and reducing your risk of heart disease and stroke, but also for your, yes, sexual health. So we're talking about blood flow. So when people see the book and think clean eating, dirty sex, they think, oh, aphrodisiacs, do they really work? Well, some do and some don't, like oysters, for example, with their high zinc content that does increase testosterone. But more of the foods that I look at and I talk about are the dark chocolate, 
the berries, the watermelons, uh, the yams, which are great, the healthy fats, which I'll get into later in the show because dark chocolate also has that. Some other great benefits of dark chocolate is that there was a recent study by Swedish researchers. uh, This has to do with decreasing stroke. And it found that women who ate high amounts of chocolate, uh, about two bars a week, now again, dark chocolate, had a 20% lower risk of stroke. And in a similar study, British researchers also found that people who ate more chocolate were 30% less likely to have a stroke. So again, you really need to make sure this is flavonoid-rich chocolate. I'm not talking about a Milky Way bar or a Twix bar or some of that crap. I'm talking about really dark chocolate. Now, I started with 70%. Now I'm up to 88%. Now, I don't expect everybody to get up to 88% because that's pretty flipping bitter. And I'm a person who I don't drink coffee, number one, because I'm naturally spazzy. <laughs> naturally spazzy. That should be my next show. Um, but I I can't have it without like truckloads of sugar. So I don't use it. All right, let's get back. But for some reason, the bitterness of the chocolate, If you, I don't know why that doesn't bother me as much. So another thing that dark chocolate does is it raises good cholesterol. Um, It is being touted now as a cholesterol-lowering superfood, and it's the cocoa butter that does the trick. So I find that really interesting. So this is looking at monounsaturated fat, which is the same fat you find in heart-healthy olive oil. And that monounsaturated fat can actually raise your HDL or good cholesterol. So that's something you want to think about as well. All right, let's talk about dark chocolate and how it lowers blood pressure. There was a German study of the diets of more than 19,000 people that found that eating chocolate may help lower blood pressure and in turn, cardiovascular disease risk. So what are we talking about here? We're talking about blood flow. We're talking about clean arteries. We're talking about more heart protection. These are all wonderful, wonderful things. One thing that I recently learned, uh, this is from an Everyday Health article, which is fantastic, uh, 10 Delicious Reasons to Eat Dark Chocolate by Beth W. Orenstein at Everyday Health. She talked about something that I hadn't been familiar with, which has to do with our eyesight. Now, of course, I've heard about carrots. Uh, My father was an ophthalmologist, and so I I remember that. And I think even if your father isn't an ophthalmologist, you've probably heard about the benefits of carrots. But here she talks about it improving vision. She says dark chocolate may have something in common with carrots and that researchers from the University of Reading in England, tested the eyesight of 30 healthy adults, 18 to 25 years old, after they ate white and dark chocolate. Uh, the subjects performed better on vision tests after eating the dark chocolate. It could be the flavanols in the dark chocolate, which improved blood flow to the brain, improved blood flow to the retina as well. Now, white chocolate doesn't have the flavanols um, that dark chocolate has, or she says she doesn't have nearly the same amount. From my point of view, white chocolate is basically milk and sugar. Uh, I guess there's uh, cocoa butter. So I guess you get some from that. But without the cacao, I think that's what really, really gives it it, its kick. So it's funny because I talk about the important blood flow and and I mostly focus on the, the downstairs region because of the book. But it was interesting to hear about the eyesight. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna step away from the chocolate, which is very hard for me because I am a bona fide uh, chocoholic. I eat my dark chocolate every day. Uh, I probably eat more than I should, but I want to share. Now that the book is out, I want to share some of these recipes. Um, tell you about them. These are by Aaron McDonald, a registered dietitian 
for Clean Eating Magazine. She's been on the show many times. You've probably heard her. We're going to jump into Chapter 19, Down and Dirty Desserts. Uh, We've got almond flour chocolate cake, ooey gooey brownies, Mexican chocolate avocado mousse, and sweet and spicy chocolate truffles. I am going to share the recipe for the ooey gooey brownies. This is an exclusive. I have not shared this elsewhere, so I'm pretty excited. So let me find the ooey gooey brownies. There's so many good things in here. It's hard to decide. You know, if you aren't familiar with Erin McDonald, check her out. Follow her at you rock girl on social media. She is so amazing with spices, and I was so happy she developed the recipes for this book. So here we go. So you can listen to this later, or you can uh, you can always message me, healthpower18 at yahoo.com. Again, healthpower18 at yahoo.com, and I'll send you the recipe. The ingredients are a coconut oil cooking spray, a one cup raw smooth cashew butter. You may substitute almond or peanut butter. A third of a cup raw honey, two tablespoons unsweetened cocoa powder, one egg, two tablespoons unsweetened cashew milk, may substitute almond or other milk of your choice, Uh, one teaspoon pure vanilla extract, quarter teaspoon cinnamon, sea salt, uh, one teaspoon baking powder, two tablespoons dark chocolate uh, with 72% cacao or more. So again, there we go with the or more. So you are going to need a food processor or you can use a mixer to blend until smooth. Um, So you heat the oven to 350, you coat an eight inch square glass baking dish with coconut oil cooking spray, place all the ingredients except for the chocolate in a food processor or use a mixer to blend until smooth. If using a food processor, scrape the resulting batter into a bowl, fold the chopped chocolate into the batter, pour the batter into the baking dish and bake in the oven for 15 minutes, remove and let cool 15 minutes before slicing. So there you got your healthy fat, which I said I would come back to, which I will. And you've got your dark chocolate, which is great. So let's talk a little bit about fat. Okay. So if you listen to this show or my cleaning and dirty sex podcast or my NPR regional show, it's your health or anything else that I'm doing. I'm always talking about healthy fat. I am a huge fan. And one of my favorite things that I just discovered recently, it's called SCT oil, and it is made from organic uh, grass-fed butter. Yet I don't do dairy, and somehow they make this non-allergenic. If you want to learn more, you can go to www.sctoil.com. You can also follow at Happy Healthy Guys on uh, Instagram. They are the creators of it. um, And it's really fabulous stuff. And so the other ways I get my fat is from some nuts. I'm a little sensitive, but I eat them anyway. Um, Seeds, nuts, avocados. Uh, You can get it from coconut oil and olive oil. And here's where you want to be careful, folks. And this is in the book as well. You don't want to overheat your oils. If you're going to do any high heat cooking, use avocado oil. Don't ruin your wonderful, beautiful olive oil. You don't want to do that. All this information is in the book, Clean Eating, Dirty Sex. So the reason the healthy fats are so good if we're talking about sexual health is that that is how the the fat hormones, excuse me, the sex hormones are made. You need the cholesterol and the healthy fats. And I have to tell you, it also does wonderful things for your skin, for your hair, 
for your energy. It's satiating. You know, lately, uh, and I was going to do a video this morning. It's kind of funny. I've been basically living on this stuff that I've been making with the SET oil. So I'm going to share this recipe. This is nowhere. But again, you can email me healthpower18 at yahoo.com. So I take rice cauliflower. Now, Cascadian Farms, I have nothing to do with them, but they have this wonderful frozen rice cauliflower that has pieces of yam and little pieces of kale, which is great. But before I do that, I take leeks, which I love, and I chop them up very thin, wash them well because they tend to be dirty. And I put them in a roasting pan or, you know, just a pan uh, in the oven at 425. And I drizzle them with avocado oil. I roast those up. And while they're roasting, I slice a bunch of organic mushrooms. And I like them really thin because I like them to get that sort of brown caramelized, just like with the leeks. And then when the leeks are done, I put the mushrooms in. Then when those two things are done, I open up the frozen rice cauliflower, or you can rice your own cauliflower by throwing cauliflower in a food processor, or you can buy fresh riced cauliflower. And I should probably say to people who don't know what I'm talking about, Rice cauliflower isn't rice at all. It's just cauliflower that's cut in tiny little pieces. And I'm not even going to say it mimics rice. Some people might. The texture does not, I don't think. But maybe, but but it soaks up the flavors of what you're making, which I really like. So then I mix the leeks, the sauteed leeks, the sauteed mushrooms, and the the either the Cascadian farm cauliflower with the yam or the kale, which is frozen, or fresh cauliflower rice, which you can get uh, or you can make. And I put it all in a big pan and I mix it all together. And then I find some kind of organic chicken sausage or a little grass-fed meat. And then at the end, I will heat up on the stove some SCT oil because a little goes a long way. And it gives it the most amazing flavor. Now, I will eat this for breakfast. I will not be hungry till like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm not thinking about food all the time. I don't have the stomach. My stomach's not growling. You know, it was interesting. I was recently in New York. I was on some fantastic shows, which I'd love you to check out. I was on the wonderful Larry Flick, Karen Hunter, Pete Dominic, and Jenny McCarthy talking about cleaning and dirty sex. This was the week of February 5th. And I noticed um, a little fall in my energy because I was eating out. And even though I made the best choices I could, I knew I wasn't getting enough satiating fat with my meals. And I did eat some carbohydrates other than fruits and vegetables, which I usually wear is the only place I get my carbs. So I definitely feel better now being home. I spent this morning, I spent an hour making my huge cauliflower rice concoction. And so, I mean, it's just great. So again, check out uh, SCT Oil at sctoil.com. I want to get back to um, some of the other fruits and vegetables that are really great for your sexual health. So I guess this interview is about foods that are good for sexual health, but also little tips and tricks, some of my favorite products. You know, it's fun to be able to share with you. All right, so let's talk about uh, apples. Now, apples contain a high level of something called quercetin, which is an antioxidant flavonoid. Going back to our antioxidant flavonoids, let's keep our arteries clean. Beets, though, are huge. So let's talk a little bit about nitrates. So Growing up, my mother would say, you can't have bacon because of nitrates. And I just knew that was bad. So when I first started learning about plant nitrates, I thought, wait, what? But this is different than what's called nitrosamines, which are the bad nitrates that my mom said to stay away from and that are in the cured processed meats. What happens with plant nitrates is they turn into nitrates and into nitric oxide. Now, nitric oxide 
is a vasodilator. So when you have antioxidants, flavonoids, and nitric oxide all working together, boom, there it is. I mean, it's really important. So beets have the nitric oxide. Now, watermelon, which is known as nature's Viagra, that has something called L-citrulline, which converts to L-arginine, which then converts to nitric oxide. So sometimes when you're told to eat something for nitric oxide, you might say, oh, what? you might do some research search at first and say, well, it doesn't have nitric oxide. Aha. But the body is pretty flipping amazing. So it will convert it. I mentioned yams earlier and the reason that I'm, or sweet potatoes. And the reason that I'm crazy about those is they are such a great source of a healthy carb that doesn't spike your blood sugar. And if you want to eat the most amazing thing ever, all you got to do is make a yam or sweet potato, put a little SCT oil on it and some Himalayan salt or sea salt. Oh my gosh. It is filling and delicious. Have a big salad with that. And have a little grass-fed meat if you eat meat. Uh, it's really, really fabulous. So I just want to thank everyone for joining this time with me today, letting me share some of my favorite things with you. And I really do hope you'll get the book. Again, the book is Clean Eating, Dirty Sex. Again, it's not about dirty sex. Sensual Superfoods and Aphrodisiac Practices for Ultimate Sexual Health and Connection. And I want to thank you all so much for listening. Thank you. Hi, I'm Lisa Davis, and if you enjoy my podcast, Talk Healthy Today, then I know you're going to enjoy my brand new podcast with the wonderful Sunny Days, whom you've heard on the program. And if you haven't, please check out the interviews that we've done here on Talk Healthy Today. It is called Active Allyship. It's more than a hashtag. There are going to be honest, unfiltered conversations. We're going to be talking about what's happening right now with race in this country, how important it is for us to be open, how to be allies, what it takes to be an ally, how racism and feelings of bias are in our culture and how they affect each and every one of us. It is so important. We need to change things. So please join me, join Sunny, join us on Active Allyship. You can find it on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Thanks. Enjoy the show.